I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Lovecast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you less insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In this episode, we're joined by Dr. Philip Crichton to discuss some of the key factors to consider for fertilizer application this spring. With both environmental and economic considerations, Philip outlines the importance of waiting until soil temperatures and ground conditions are suitable before applying fertilizer at the moment. We discussed the option for farmers looking at split applications this spring, how much to spread, where to target, and why lower covers may be better suited to farmyard manure or slurry applications. Philip also highlights the importance of soil fertility in terms of the responsiveness of swarts to spring nitrogen as well as the impact of perennial ryegrass content. Philip talks about the fertilizer choice for the first round of and subsequent round of applications and the need to match demand as we progress through March into early April. We start off, however, with Philip discussing some of the challenges this spring and the delay in fertilizer application we've seen on many farms. I suppose so far this year, Kieran, um, it's been quite challenging um, from a grass growth point of view and from a point of view of getting any fertilizer applied. Um, you know, we've had a prolonged cold spell um, followed by a prolonged uh, wet spell. Um, neither of those um, scenarios. Uh, you know, are suitable for 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 uh, grass growth in, in that the soil temperature was well below optimal, and then we were dealing with soils which were basically waterlogged um, in many places, which again does not um, allow for 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 for, for significant grass growth, um, and are also not suitable conditions for for the application of of nitrogen. So it's that's been a pretty much the picture right around the country. Like we've seen a number of the better farms in the same scenario. Various farms up length and breadth of the country this year it just has been quite a difficult start. And I think even up in the recent year, soil temperature was still below that kind of magic six degree figure. Yeah, like it's really only only in the last week or ten days that that, that the soil temperatures have have come back over that six degrees um, in 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 most places. And we've kind of seen that you know where grass was that kind of a yellow dead look about it. Um, it has started to improve. Um, in the last week or so, but the, the the problem in the last week or ten days has been that we've had very significant falls of of, of rain uh, right across the country, um, which which was leading to to waterlogged soils basically. Which number one, we can't travel, and number two, even if we 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 could travel, um, you know, it, the risk of of nitrate leaching is 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 is, is very high. So it's it's just not. It hasn't been possible. Certainly, we haven't spread any nitrogen at the right date. Um, we, we're going to have to just wait for, as I say, at the moment, the soil temperatures are probably okay. We're, our soil temperatures are kind of six and a half to seven degrees, so that's fine. Um, it's the soil conditions and, and, and the, the level of rainfall is, is the issue. And just like for a quick recap, but that, that six degrees, it's important because in your own words, maybe that, that's when growth is kicking off, essentially. Yeah, so like the, the grass plant needs that six degrees basically to, to initiate growth again. Um, and, and if it's below that, um, it's just not, not actively growing. I suppose, Philip, like the other challenge, like the ground condition, apart from the obvious traffic and issues, with, it's probably holding back the soil temperature slightly. It's certainly not helping nutrients that are on the ground, but um, it's, it's good for a lot of the country, it's going to take a long time to dry, and we may need to consider splitting applications. We'll talk about that in a moment or two, but. Uh, the other risk at the moment with a couple of more weather warnings this evening coming in this week, you know, getting that spell of dry weather, at least get maybe a day, two days, three days dry weather after we spread it, certainly with them heavy rainfalls forecast, is something else you need to put on your radar. 
Yeah, so at the moment, I suppose <clears throat> what we're waiting for is, 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 is enough dry weather to actually dry out the land. Um, but certainly then we do need to see that there is no heavy rain forecast in the immediate future after application as well. So we need, we need dry weather to get to the point where it's, 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 it's suitable to apply. And then we need dry weather afterwards to ensure that, you know, there is no risk of runoff or leaching um, in, in, in the aftermath of the application. Just in terms of where to go or where to play, look, we, we mentioned there about going for the dry fields. I think given the current conditions and where we are in the time of year we're at, Lamont's going to start, we're going to get busy. There is probably an argument this year for splitting applications, certainly targeting the drier fields first um, on most farms. And maybe it could be a case that we have to go mid-March with a second application, which mightn't necessarily be the worst thing either on the wetter areas. Yeah, so definitely it's, it's, it's a case now of we're going to have to get out and walk the farm. Um, and as you say, some, some areas of the farm may become suitable um, quicker than others. Um, and given where we are now, um, you know, grass covers are, are, are you know, tighter on, on some farms than normal. So it's about taking any opportunity we can. So it may be a case that rather than blanket spreading the entire farm, um, you know, we, we, we select out the, the areas that are suitable. Um, and then come back to the other areas at, at a later date. Just in terms of grass cover, like that's another consideration to have there as well. What would you like to target in terms of having grass? What level of grass cover would you want for first round application? Yeah, um, so that is a, a key consideration as well. So, um, you know, the, the, the old saying grass grows grass. Um, really, we need a cover of, of about five centimetres or, or more than 400 kilograms of, of grass trimmer per hectare. Um, you know, swords of, 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 of that or above, um, which, you know, obviously have been actively growing or, or will be beginning to, to reawaken now um, and will be in a position to take up um, fertilizer nitrogen that will be, will, will be applied. Um, fields maybe with lower cover of grass. Um, probably, you know, it's a case of if there was slurry or, or farmyard manure, maybe it could be utilized, that could be applied to them. Or you know, give it a little bit longer. You know, for for those fields, possibly there are fields that, um, you know, a lower percentage of perennial ryegrass in them. Possibly fields that have um, a soil fertility issue. You know, if they haven't accumulated any grass um, over the winter period. You know, if if you've been following a closing plan or whatever, and there's still no grass accumulated on them, there's probably a reason for that, and they're not the fields that are going to maybe respond. Um, quite so so fast um, to, 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 to early fertilizer. So um, yeah, they, they should probably be, 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 be left off for now. So in reality, there's probably a double benefit there. Yeah, getting the P's and K's into it as well. And it's also cleaner grades and like, but the likelihood of a field at four, three and a half centimetres come back into rotation, it'll be in April at that point. So it, it's yes. giving you enough of a break between it anyway. Look, in terms of what to apply, this question frequently comes up. What's your recommendations at the moment in terms of choice of product and potentially as well, Philip, in terms of the quantity that should go out in that first round? Yeah, and it's 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 something that we're getting a lot of queries on at the moment. I suppose given that um, it's been quite a delayed start to getting fertilizer out, um, there, there is some talk around you know of spreading maybe a higher rate and um, to try and make up for that. That's not something that we'd be recommending. Um, this time of year, um. You know, there is only a certain potential in the plant to, to grow. Um, obviously, it needs 
all of the key factors it needs the heat it needs the light and it needs the nitrogen and, and the moisture which certainly isn't limiting at the moment um, but it, you know really we're talking about not applying any more than, than 30 kilograms of, of nitrogen per hectare or about 24 units uh, to the acre in any one application and the reason for that is is that you know over your 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 next month or so um you know the, the, the you know once t- soil temperatures are rising and, and continue to, to to improve the grass will have the potential to take up that amount of nitrogen over the next you know 30 to 40 days um, and 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 that's fine if we go with higher levels than that really it, it, it's not going to be possible for the grass plant to take up any any more than that and we're just basically increasing the risk of loss and it's you know with the way prices are um you know it's just not economic and it's not something that that, that we could recommend so in terms of um rates um you know for for farms that are stocked maybe you know at, at less than 10 euros per hectare you're talking um somewhere around 20 kilograms um of nitrogen to the hectare or around 17 units 20 units per acre um or, or, or for farms stocked higher than that, maybe up to 12 euros per hectare, you're talking about about um, about your 30 units or, or maybe up to 24, 25, or your 30 kilograms of, of nitrogen per hectare or your 24 to 25 units uh, per acre. I think it's something you, you've touched on, Nisha, that the fine balancing act at the moment in terms of the potential for the grass, and we know response rates increase as year goes on, but also the need at the moment to get grass growing. So there is that fine balancing act. And maybe it throws up the other point, particularly the year in, where we may be looking at split applications on the farm. The need maybe to come back in later on in March and top up ground that hasn't got any, or maybe consider when we go in with our second application on some of them earlier, more responsive, higher percentage perennial array grass fields. It's another option that really needs to be looked at, particularly the year we're in, Philip. Yeah, absolutely. So as you say yourself, you know, the issue at the moment is, is that you know, on a lot of farms, maybe grass supplies are, are that little bit tighter, and and that would make sense given the weather conditions. Really, since Christmas, um, it's been one extreme; the other, very cold or very wet, not good conditions for grass growth, um, and 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 that is you know a concern. Um, that will we have enough grass, um, for for yours and early lactation? Um, look, we are where we are. We'll do everything we can, um, but we have to do it responsibly, and and you know also. You know, from an economic point of view, we, we need to ensure that any money we spend on on fertilizer is we get a, a payback for that. But yes, um, that's the immediate concern. But the longer term concern would be that even if we can get things back on track for the early stages, um, nearly every year on on most sheep farms, um, everyone will tell you that their 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 tightest period for grass is that kind of late March, early April. You know, when you've the majority of the sheep are lambed. You know, intake is increasing every day. You could have lambs starting to graze a little bit. Um, and, and you know, you really have to be getting back out there with another application at that point. And it's probably the, the, the same again in terms of the application rate um, at that point. And that grows the grass then for the, for, for the second round, uh, the second rotation into, into April. Um, and at that point then, you know, we should be in a position where we can make decisions around them um, you know, how much we need to go with in subsequent um, uh, applications based on feed demand, uh, you know, and that'll 
be dictated by, you know, how much ground we need to close for silage or, you know, stock and rate, all those sort of things that have to be taken into account. It's, it is an important one because your demand is increasing up by both the individual demand on the ewes, but overall the number of ewes that will be lamb turned out, it, it's still going up at that point. Exactly, exactly. So it's, it's a key area to keep an eye on. Just for those considering a compound application, because it's another frequent question we get asked, like, should we go out now and get our P's and K's out straight away, or should Philip they hold off on that potentially until the second round of fertilizer application in, in most grazing situations? Yeah, it's 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 a very important point too, I suppose, Kieran. Um, in terms of your compounds and your soil fertility, I suppose the first thing I would say is that for anyone that you know hasn't done a soil test recently. Um, now is the ideal time before any fertilizer is going out, um, you know, to take soil samples and, 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 and to send them in for, for analysis. And if it's a case that you think there's deficiency somewhere, I would be leaning towards maybe putting some level of nitrogen out, um, getting your soil tests done um, and maybe being able to go out then on your second rotation with a level of compound um, to target, you know, more precisely what's, what's needed. Any of this, um, you know, it, it, we do need to highlight that, you know, the response to nitrogen fertilizer applied, you know, is optimized when soil fertility is optimized. And I suppose the reverse of that is that if there's any issues with soil fertility, low pH, low P, low K, um, you know, the, the response to the nitrogen applied will be lower. And again, from, a, from an economic point of view and from a, an environmental point of view, we need to be doing everything we can um, to get the, the, the highest response um, from what we apply. So it will be an important one just in terms of generally um, the, the compounds. Yes, I suppose where there's a known efficiency, you know, we can go um, with a compound. What I would suggest is that what, that will be held to the second rotation um, or the second application. Um, two reasons for that. Uh, the majority of our compound fertilizers, if, if we need P and K, are still a can-based product. Um, we are recommending to go with protected urea um, from a, an environmental point of view to reduce uh, our, our impact. Um, urea fertilizer at this time of year, um, when there is the risk of, of, of wetter conditions, is more stable in the soil and, and less likely to leach compared to your can-based fertilizers. And also um, applying significant amounts of K early on like this can trigger um, grass tetany. Um, now, you know, uh, small amounts are probably okay. And, and if that's required, fine. Um, but it, it probably is the better option to delay that to the second application when the, the peak risk um, for, for grass tetany, um, you know, is, 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 is reducing. Well, I think for honey we've seen for the next couple of weeks, a few dry weeks, to see conditions change. Certainly it'd be beneficial as we approach the start of lamb for the vast majority of flocks out there. Look, we'll catch up again with you in early April just for a bit more on grazing management and maybe recap on where we are with some of these issues. Thanks, Karen. Okay, we'll finish things up at this point. Again, Philip highlighted a lot of the factors we need to consider when we're thinking about fertilizer application this spring. Certainly, conditions haven't been ideal thus far and it's a bit of a waiting game, but I think the key thing there is that the fertilizer ready to go out and when conditions allow target the driest areas in your farm first where you're going to get your best response and again don't forget go back in late March early April assess your covers and look at what follow-up options you have that's it for me for this episode again for any updates on the sheep program keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep I'm Kieran Lynch thanks for joining us don't forget to subscribe and listen back to any of our episodes